This episode of Avocado and Honey is brought to you by Zenit Journals. Zenit creates custom wellness journals that makes it easier to journal and practice self-care daily. They offer many writing prompts for you to choose from, such as how can I be kind to myself or what can I let go of? Prompts like these will force you to self-reflect and that leads to self-accountability. And you know that's what we about over here. Once you choose the writing prompts that speaks to you, Zenit will create and deliver your personalized journal. Use code HONEY for 20% off your first Zenit at zenitjournals.com. That's Z-E-N-I-T journals.com. Now let's start the show. Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. Um, I shared my opinion on Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. Um, I shared what it really means to be an empath via Mariam Hasna. And I also shared like, you know, my experience with being in Atlanta so far. Um, Today, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all the energy for the next two weeks via tarot, um, as well as like, you know, I guess talk about Atlanta for just a little bit. I want to touch on girlfriends for, and just like the friendship dynamic and how it just relates to my life. Just one little bit that I do want to share. And also like, you know, there wasn't a podcast episode last week because, you know, I was getting settled into my apartment and also like I just had to do some like mental like unpacking and just really have to hold myself accountable and really just sit and reflect and figure out the changes that I need to make within myself so I can level up. Um, So I'll definitely share that a little bit later. Um, But first, we can go ahead and get into the energy for the next two weeks. So the two cards that I pulled before I started recording was um, the hangman. Now the hangman um, card, it's like a man hanging upside down from like a branch or something. And you know, normally that would be a negative thing, but he's kind of just chilling on there. So it's kind of like he's just being reflecting and maybe preparing for the level up, like I was just saying, and it's upright. So the second card that I pulled is the queen of pentacles. The queen of pentacles, you know, it's the queen sitting on the throne and she's holding the pentacles. Um, She's surrounded by like nature and all that stuff. And she just seems like, you know, like a mother type energy. So with this card, um, it's upright too. And also just like with pinnacle cards in general, like I always just assume abundance, abundance with them, whether that be like financial abundance or abundance of love, abundance of just great shit, you know? So that's what I always get when I pull a pentacles card like it's always just like a good card you know before I even read the definitions of these cards from Biddy Tarot I want to kind of say another disclaimer because um I've been like in I've been like on these um Facebook group pages like I'm trying to get back savvy with Facebook like I haven't been on in years and I see how important it is when it comes to marketing and stuff so I'm trying to get re-familiar with um Facebook so I've been on there and trying to been act or trying to be active and shit so um yeah I was in these like spiritual groups and stuff and it's like it's so interesting because you know spirituality is a fad right now that's just period like there's a lot of fads going on right now and spirituality is one of them for sure and you know we get readings and stuff all the time and then like so if you get a reading whether you hear it from me on this podcast or you watch a YouTube video or you actually like you know pay for a reading 
basically what that is doing is giving you the possibility of what can happen for you like so if you get a reading and someone says the love of your life is going to come into your life you're going to get all this money or you're going to have a friend who do this and they're going to do this negative shit to you or you know you're haunted or whatever the fuck that they may tell you um that's basically the possibility again of what can happen in your life there's also work that needs to be done like you know you can get a reading and they can say you're going to be famous but if you just don't do shit in order to get famous then you're not going to be famous you know what i'm saying so it's just a reminder that you are always in control of your life and actions along with having faith and all this other spiritual shit is the main thing that's going to get you what you want because in these facebook groups i, I try not to make fun of people because people you know you are where you are and who the fuck am i to judge or laugh or do anything like that like you know make fun of people but it's just interesting seeing people in these groups like asking how to manifest like weight loss <laughs> you know um I get it but then it's just like no like you know and then like people in the comments they just be like light a candle think about the your body goal and like white light like a white and red candle and it's just like it's just it's funny because it's just like you could light all the candles in the world but if you keep eating crazy if you keep you know not working out and not doing what is obvious not obvious but at least not trying um to do the work to lose weight or whatever it is that you're looking to do is just not gonna happen so <laughs> I just felt the need to kind of throw that disclaimer in there. You are always in control of your life. So if you want something, have the faith and do all this other spiritual shit, but also do the work. All right. <laughs> now that I got that out the way, um, the first card again is the hangman upright. So I'm going to go ahead and read the definition off Biddy Tarot. The hangman reminds you that sometimes you have to put everything on hold before you can take the next step or the universe will do it on your behalf. And it may not always be at the most convenient time. You may have heard the saying, what got you here won't get you there. And that indeed is at play in this card. The hangman calls you to realize the old mental models and behavior patterns that no longer serve you. So you can see your own, so you can see your world from a new perspective and embrace new opportunities that would have otherwise been hidden from you if you didn't hit the brakes. Here's the thing, these pauses can be voluntary or involuntary. If you're in tune with your intuition, you'll start to have a sense for when it's time to hit the brakes and put things on hold before things get out of hand. But if you're out of alignment and oblivious to those intuitive signs, the universe will probably put on hold for you in the form of continued obstacles, ill health, and breakdowns. When you sense the pause coming, pay attention to it otherwise the universe will turn up the volume until you can't ignore it any longer when the hangman appears in a tarot reading your projects and activities may be coming to an unexpected and abrupt halt don't keep pushing forward hoping that more force will drive you to where you want to go instead surrender to the opportunity to pause and view it as your chance to reassess and reevaluate where you are on your path Something new is emerging and you won't be able to see it unless you allow the time and space for it to come through. The hangman is your invitation to welcome these pauses with open arms and surrender to what is, even if it is different from what you expected. Take time away from your routine to connect with a new way of thinking and seeing. Sure, you might have to put important projects on hold while you do this and it might be super inconvenient, but trust me, it'll be worth it. 
This is the universe's way of helping you see new perspectives and preparing you for the next up leveling that is happening in your life. This is what I was talking about. If you push or resist, you will meet more obstacles along the way. Instead, allow the opportunities to flow smoothly and effortlessly to you. The hangman can sometimes reflect that you are feeling stuck or restricted in your life. What is holding you in this stuck position? What is preventing you from moving forward? On one level, the hangman is asking you to surrender and let go. Instead of investing in specific outcomes or resisting your current circumstances, accept them and allow yourself to flow with life. On another level, you are being called to change your perspective and shift your energy and may find that separating yourself from your everyday life is helpful. Whether it's going for a walk in nature, going on a retreat, or moving to a new country. Change up your routine so you can start to shift your energy and flow more freely again. Um, this card definitely, you know, resonate with you, girl. I feel like they always resonate because, you know, we all on this journey together. So most of us, or most of you, you know, who listens, um, who listen to the podcast are probably like feeling similar shit that I'm feeling, going through similar changes and shit on your journey. So like I said before, you know, I took the week off last week because I needed to just, you know, one, get comfortable in my um, apartment and shit. And then two, really just like do some reflecting and just figure out the changes I need to make within myself. So shout out to me for doing that. Um, the next card again is the upright queen of Pentacles. The queen of Pentacles is the nurturing mother of the material world. At home, she shows her love for others by cooking nutritious meals, maintaining a clean and inviting home and giving warm cuddles to those who need it most. She is also able to work a full-time job and make a financial contribution to the household often as the primary breadwinner. She is masterful at taking care of the practical needs of work, home, and family, while also giving her love and support to those she cares about. When the Queen of Pentacles appears in a tale reading, you are embodying the ultimate work, working parent archetype. You care for your family and domestic responsibilities while also making a living for yourself and creating financial abundance. You can maintain a healthy balance between home and work by integrating the two and finding your place of flow and alignment. You strive to create a warm and secure environment for your family and loved ones while giving your love and support freely. Similarly, the Queen of Pentacles suggests that it is important to you to live independently with a stable income and with enough time and space to also nurture your loved ones. You may be trying to strike a better balance between your home and work, work lives, giving it your all in both domains. At the same time, you find time for yourself and prioritize me time in between of, in between all of your other commitments. The Queen of Pentacles represents prosperity and security. You have worked hard to generate a level of financial or physical security, which turns, which in turns give you the ability to be generous with others and to share your wealth and abundance with those you love. You have used your financial prosperity to build a comfortable home and environment and are as focused on investing in your family as your personal wealth. This queen asks you to maintain a compassionate, nurturing, practical, and down-to-earth attitude when dealing with others and your present circumstances. Focus on creating a calm and balanced life for yourself. Be resourceful and practical, dealing with issues as they arise, using straightforward solutions that fix the problem with minimal fuss. 
at times the queen of pentacles may represent a mother figure in your life who can provide you with loving support and nurturing to help you get through the influences of your past she may be a teacher a counselor a mentor or someone you are very close to alternatively if you are investing a lot of yourself into nurturing and caring for others and creating an established and comfortable lifestyle she may represent a part of you so yeah i kind of feel like you know once we you know get through the pause and realizes or realize the changes that we need to make within ourselves and you know level up basically with the hangman then naturally we'll become like you know we'll move into the queen of pentacles where we you know we'll be able to take care of ourselves and take care of everyone who loves us because i'm definitely do naturally have like a mothering type you know energy that's the energy that we have for the next two weeks but again keep in mind that shit can only happen if we make it happen period i don't really have much of an update on my atlanta like you know life and stuff like you know i'm really just still getting situated with the area i'm in now gratefully like you know my apartment is not too far from like the necessities like the post office ain't too far the grocery store ain't too far like everything is in a vicinity right now so i'm pretty comfortable i'm still working on getting a car though because that's i just I just want to do a lot more and in order for me to do exactly what I want to do um, I need transportation my own transportation so I'm still grateful still excited to be here um, just grateful to really just <laughs> have my own space like plenty of space like when I first moved in I was a little shook I'm not gonna hold you like you know um, it's my own apartment in like a whole new city in the cut and I'm by myself so since I haven't experienced this like you know like this i was a little nervous but after the first night like you know sleeping here it was all it was all good after that because i was just like shit <laughs> this is why she it but um yeah i'm still working on you know making friends and all that fun stuff too but i haven't met a lot more people and i'm really like getting more confident about um atlanta because at first i wasn't like you know when i first came here like i had all these plans and nothing happened the way i expected it to when i first came here like I'm gonna save that for like a video vlog because I'm gonna start vlogging eventually. So I'll save that for a story time, but um, I'm, I'm grateful to be here. And it's obvious that I'm supposed to be here because I secured this apartment. So I'm here for at least a year. But, you know, aside from, you know, getting adjusted um, to my apartment and new life, I guess, um, I've been watching a lot of girlfriends because I like to multitask. So like while I'm creating like, you know, hair accessories and accessories in general for shell monies, if y'all don't know, your girl make handmade um, hair accessories and face masks using cowrie shells and crystals under shell monies. I created the site, which took a lot of time and stuff too, because I'm not tech savvy at all. So the site is shellmoneys.store. It's official, official. <laughs> we still have the Etsy store popping too. So if you, you know, like Etsy and want to still shop on Etsy, you can definitely still do that. So, you know, I've been working on that. And while I do that, I like to watch TV shows and stuff. So my show this time around was Girlfriends because y'all know it's on Netflix now. I definitely relate to Lynn <laughs> the most, um, you know, with her kind of being labeled as a free spirit. People label me as a free spirit or a hippie. Um, I remember when someone first called me a hippie, I never really, you know, understood it at first. I was just like, what? Like, I didn't even smoke weed at the time, too. So I was just like, what? But I do get it now, you know. So I love Lynn. I love the fact that, you know, she didn't fall under like society's pressures to live life the way they tell you to live it. 
Um, another favorite, of course, is Maya. I love Maya because she's just so fucking black. Like she represents me, the girl from the hood, the girl who speaks e fucking Ebonics first because that's my fucking language that I grew up speaking. Like English technically is my second language. So bitch, holla at me, <laughs> bilingual. And um, yeah, and then, you know, I love Joan. Joan definitely like got under my skin a lot. Like she irked me a lot because she was a reflection of who I was at a point in my life like you know I can't say like I'm a lot like Joan now because you know growth but um she definitely represent a time in my life you know and it was super frustrating like you know just real quick like Joan could have fucking went ahead and married Brock all right like whoever she ended up with I can't remember his name from season eight and he like you know went and got deported and shit like he was great he was but Brock like she literally broke up with this man because he you know he didn't want to have kids which is a big deal but then he was just like you know what I'm down to have kids with you but just can we live for a little bit and then maybe around 35 have kids and that wasn't good enough for her fast forward to fucking season eight she's 35 and she's just now getting married like you know so if she had she been with Brock she would have been past all that shit and probably would have been having babies at 35 so I just thought it was really interesting and funny to see that you know at 35 like she left this man because he wanted to have wanted her to have kids around 35 and then now she's 35 and she was still like technically like dating and shit you know so I just thought that was really really interesting and I didn't peep that when I was watching the show as a child but you know but another thing that I thought was really interesting and I feel like it's a reflection of my life it it, it definitely like you know it's about Lynn. So basically, you know, Lynn was always the one. She was like the one without a job. You know, your girl's a hard worker. So I, you know, I definitely stayed with a job. So I didn't relate there, but I related to like, you know, just figuring out who I am and not wanting to do what society forced me to do and kind of base everything off feel. So that's where I relate to um, Lynn. Like, you know, with Lynn's character throughout almost most of the season she that was her character like you know she didn't have a job she lived with all her friends her friends basically like took care of her in a sense so like towards the end of like the series like season I think like six seven eight like you know Lynn was starting to get her shit together like you know she discovered her love for music and my bad y'all I know this is a spoiler alert if y'all didn't finish the series if you've never seen it um my bad but like, you know, Lynn, she was getting her shit together. She discovered music. She started taking music seriously. She started, you know, making money. She got signed, had fans and all that fun stuff. And I remember, I think it was in season eight. Like, you know, it was around a time where like Maya was going through it. Like, you know, she just had a miscarriage. She just like lost her book deal and all that shit. So, you know, it was around the holiday time. So like Christmas and, you know, normally <laughs> back in the day, Lynn, she wouldn't have gifts for anyone because she didn't have any money and um she used to get all the gifts and never give any gifts so now that she had money she was giving all her friends like a whole bunch of gifts so you know Maya she was in her situation and like she was like overcompensating for the fact that you know this time around she didn't have nearly as many gifts as Lynn had to offer and like you know she put her husband to the um to the kitchen and was saying how basically like you know, I, I can't have her up me type shit. And, you know, I know it's a TV show, but I was a little triggered because like, you know, with me, you know, living life the way I do, I can't say I always have money because there are definitely times like, you know, where I didn't have money. Like your girl's been, it was a struggling, like, you know, struggling type shit and just figuring shit out. So I did have friends that look out for me and stuff like that. But, at, you know, sometimes I used to feel 
like you know when people would like call to check in on me or whatever because y'all know i have i have experiences you know your girls well seasoned to this life shit so um like you know i have people call in and check in on me and then i remember like feeling like like i don't know if this is like them genuinely like checking in on me to like to see how i'm like actually doing or are they just like calling in and checking in because they're nosy and want to know what's going on going on in my life and so they can feel better about whatever the fuck is going on in their life you know because i do feel at some point and probably still now who knows like there are definitely people who like were around me and they would again constantly stay up to date with what the fuck i have going on in my life so they can feel better about what's going on in their life like they were using my life as a measure of success for their own life which i think is fucking crazy that is definitely not a friendship like i don't want anyone keeping me around out of pity because you know once you start doing better like people <laughs> would like really start resenting you like bitch how the fuck you come out of that like bitch you supposed to stay down forever like how the fuck you get the strength to get yourself out of these fucked up situations and do better than me the fuck that's basically what the energy is so i just peeped that and then you know seeing that in girlfriends definitely was triggering um so i just wanted to share it because you know we have to like stay cautious of shit like that like i only want genuine people around me and that's just period not saying you know maya lynn ain't genuine friends or whatever that's it's a tv show so all right so i'm 29 i turned 30 in four months my birthday's february 9th aquarius gang gang and you know i have no shame turning 30 but my thing is like i want to be grounded and solid in who the fuck i am you know while like once not i can't say once i enter 30 but like once i get to 30 i want to be a lot more grounded than i am currently so this week this past week when i didn't put out an episode i was really like sitting with myself because i was making decisions that didn't have my best interest at heart i was making decisions and you know uncomfortable situations that didn't reflect who i am didn't reflect all the hard work i've been putting in didn't reflect the change that i felt that i made you know what i'm saying i had to sit back and really just be honest with myself hold myself accountable have a you know face those hard truths so i can make the necessary changes and truly be and own who i am and be grounded and when i say being grounded means like you know when i'm in you know uh, in situations where i don't necessarily like you know i don't go back to do things the old way i used to do things like you know in terms of how i treat myself i feel like humans no matter like whatever you it doesn't matter what you identify it as you know religion all that shit humans in general i feel like we have vices and when i say vices i mean like those things we choose to use as an escape to um from whatever we're dealing with like you know whether it's physically emotionally or whatever like we don't want to deal with something so we're going to go do one of these things so we can take our mind off of it and not deal with it temporarily because it's temporary we cannot talk about something not deal with how we feel for as long as we think we can but that shit is not going to go away it's going to be sitting right there for whenever you sober up or for whenever you remember that it's sitting right there it will remind you eventually so whatever you try not to deal with it will be there so it's better to just deal with it you know what i'm saying so back to vices though so vices um to me are like weed <laughs> for me you know i've been very clear about that vice weed smoking cigarettes smoking whatever dope whatever the fuck you smoke drugs whatever kind of drugs i feel fall under smoking um the other is drinking 
you know, those people who drink a glass of wine every day after work type thing. It's like you if you need to do one of these vices like every single day, then it's you're probably running from something. So drinking, whether it's just wine, alcohol, whatever the case may be, you know, that's why people end up being alcoholics. You know, they turn to drinking because they don't want to deal with what whatever it is they, you know, dealing with or experience. And eventually it becomes a habit habit. And now there it is that's the thing with all addictions like you know with me and my smoking you know i didn't want to deal with certain things so i smoked every day same with drinking same with sex you know, like you know we have sex addicts and all that stuff and you know sex i feel like it's self-explanatory like i do i'm not saying you know everybody who has sex a lot is running away from something but you probably are you know but i don't know your life only you will be able to person like you only you will be able to determine you know why you're, you're doing that but sex is definitely one of them that's why like you know in most relationships like romantic relationships when people break up what's the first thing one of them might do whether they are male or woman um whether they're male or woman like they would usually go have sex with someone like you know what i'm saying like as soon as the breakup's over instead of dealing with the frustrations they just go start fucking with other people um another advice is the last one is food food we eat our feelings like you know we don't want to deal with it so we're just gonna eat because eating is comfort food like it, it makes us feel good a little bit and it also tastes fucking good so you know what give me another order <laughs> so those are the vices um that i feel people i mean there may be more but these are the four that i can think of right now so that's drinking smoking sex and food so whenever you know as a human being whenever we don't want to deal with something for the most part we fall into these vices so what i want to do is reimagine these vices i guess like replace these vices with something that'll actually benefit me replace these vices with something that's actually gonna reflect the love that i have for myself because if i you know feel shitty or you know don't like the situation i'm in or don't want to deal with the emotions that i'm feeling for whatever reason and i go and eat some fucking ice cream even though i haven't had dairy in a fucking long time and i know i'm gonna feel like shit after i eat this ice cream like how much do i love myself if i do that and i did do that this past couple of weeks like i had some fucking cheesecake ice cream some ben and jerry cheesecake ice cream it was bomb as fuck I'm not gonna hold you but it wasn't it didn't taste that good enough for me to fucking deal with what i felt after eating that and it's just like you know i knew exactly how i know exactly how dairy affects my body which is why i don't eat it anymore so um but i was feeling shitty so i was just like fuck it i'm gonna eat some ice cream so it's just like how does it benefit me if i'm feeling shitty and then i eat something that's gonna make me feel even more shitty like you know if i feel like you know even like and and like in the past like if i you know was heartbroken but because a man did something and i went and had sex with someone else like i usually feel a lot more like shit like even more like shit after i do that same with drinking we go out because we like fuck it let's let loose let's drink it fuck it like you know yolo ah, and we go out and drink all crazy and then the next morning i feel like fucking death how does that benefit me if i'm already feeling like shit and i'm doing these things that's gonna make me feel even more like shit you know so i really have to uh, you know sit with myself you know granted i do you know want to acknowledge the growth that happened you know in between the old me and the me now because it took me a while for me to even fall into this you know this vice so um the fact that you know it took me so long to resort to this shows the growth that i've experienced because the old and old 21 inch immediately would have just stocked up on a whole bunch of bullshit food and eat because i 
I feel like all these vices have been mine besides drinking. I never really drank like that, but there have been moments where I'll turn to alcohol because I don't want to deal with something like, you know, so I've definitely abused all four of these things at one point in my life because I didn't want to deal with emotions. So again, I was sitting back and just really having an honest conversation with myself and trying to figure out how to not fall into these vices when I'm in undesirable situations. So the thing that I have, the idea I came up with is to really just sit with it, you know, before making the like spontaneous decision to do one of these things, really sit and figure out one, why do I want to do this? Like, do you want to do this because you actually want to do this? Or do you want to do this because you're feeling shitty because somebody did that to you? Or do you want to do this because you're in the situation and don't know what to do? And instead of trying to figure out what to do, you're going to just run away and do something else. So, <laughs> yeah. And I'm being so vulnerable with y'all right now. Like, I honestly was debating if I should even share all this stuff with you because it is so personal for me. And it's something that I've been, I feel like, dealing with my <laughs> in my entire 20s. So that's why I was saying, like, you know, it's so it was so important for me to really like deal with it now because I'm grounded for the most part but like when I'm not grounded I don't want to resort to this extreme way of handling situations you know when I'm like in these you know uncomfortable situations or don't know what to do or whatever like you know I could do all these things that I'm always talking about in this podcast like journaling I could journal in my zenit journal I could journal in my my reflection journal from the banana lady like I have a million fucking journals y'all that I could use my fucking commit journal like I have so many journals so if I could stop and write it down write out how I feel and maybe I can you know actually pinpoint exactly where these feelings are coming from you know what I'm saying like I want to be able to handle these uncomfortable situations in a way that reflect who I am because me eating the ice cream and stuff because I was sad or whatever the fuck the reason was does not reflect who I am right now and that's just what it is so maybe meditate for a second go for a walk let's play some fucking good music and dance because it's literally the moment that makes me want to do all these things and then I've already committed after that like I already called the person up to do what I want to do I already called the wee guy I already ordered the food so now I feel like I gotta follow through with it because by the time I get whatever it is I want I kind of sometimes have like a slight change of heart because it's just like why am I doing this but at that point it's too late to turn back you know it's already done the food is already on the way and we can't waste food there's kids in Africa starving I'm just joking but you know when I'm in these uncomfortable situations again like my plan is to really just fucking sit with it like really maybe give myself an hour before I decide on whatever call it is (laughs) before I decide on calling to get alcohol weed sex or whatever like just sit with it and like really understand do if i really desire this you know or am i again escaping something and then whatever it is i'm escaping it's like it's not that deep it's never that fucking deep to me like you know i'm speaking on my life in my life only like these situations and these feelings that i usually fear like once i actually face them it's just like you could have handled this girl at the time like you know yeah you cry whatever but then after you get your little tears out like you're good you know what I'm saying so like why not just handle this right now in the moment instead of putting it in the back of the feelings line and then wait for it to come up again and then now you're gonna have to deal with something that happened like four months ago because you know you decided to do all this and I'm saying you and stuff because I'm talking to myself that's what I've been really just reflecting on and like you know in terms of eating because your girl like you know I, I don't know 
like I understand with me being so public about the shit that I do that people are going to kind of come to their own conclusions on me and I understand that a lot of people think I'm like some extreme vegan and I say that because every time I meet fucking people especially like men like when I date and stuff like that like niggas they always just talk about being vegan all day and I'm just like yo what like that's not I'm not just like this person like I'm not my eating habits like that doesn't define who I am so I understand that people have all these expectations from me so I just kind of want to make it you know clear because I made <laughs> some definitely some different decisions down here in Atlanta <laughs> the city of the southern cooking because you know I'm not vegan like you know I, I feel like I've ex I shared on here like months ago that I do eat seafood um, but I don't eat dairy well, at least you know I try not to I definitely you know slipped up but dairy does not <laughs> treat my body well so I do not eat dairy period well from now on period <laughs> and so like while I was at one of these Airbnbs right I had ordered some like some like vegetable wrap type thing because you know I be eating good for the most part and again that's one thing that I just want to say too before I go into this like I understand that when it comes to me making these crazy decisions it literally all starts with how I eat how I eat what I give my body what I feed my body is literally the start of either me feeling great or like shit so like you know I could if I make the decision to eat something that I know is not gonna make me feel good, it's not gonna give my body nutrients and shit like that, I understand that shortly after, I it's gonna be more decisions I'm gonna need to make when it comes to my self-care because, you know, I could, you know, end up being sad and not wanting to do work for the rest of the day, feeling lethargic and not wanting to work out even though I made plans to work out. And it legit, like me making decisions that don't align with my highest self all usually starts by what the fuck I eat. And that's why I talk about it so much. Like, you know, my eating habits and stuff like that because I'm learning that's just how I am. And that, and maybe, you know how you are too, but like, that's legit how I am. Like if I eat, some food that makes me feel like shit more than likely I'm gonna make a whole bunch I'm gonna make some decisions that's going to continue that feeling like shit energy so that's why it's so important for me to really get a grip like this on how I eat because again it's the start of it and it shows the love I have for myself again how much do I love myself if I'm treating my body this way if I'm doing things that I know are gonna make me feel like shit like you know I was talking about all that self-love and shit last episode but it's like it is what it is. I'm not saying because I ate the ice cream, I hate myself. It's just showing that I'm eating this ice cream. So it shows that I don't have myself love. It shows that I don't have myself, my best interest at heart right now. I'm feeding something else. But I say all that to say, like, you know, I'm not saying everybody needs to be vegan. I'm not saying anything. Like, I'm at this point, I'm just intuitive eating. If I feel like I need a fucking piece of fish, I'm going to go eat some fish. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't eat enough. I don't take all the vitamins in the world. So I do understand that sometimes I'm going to have to eat other things. And again, this is me. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you feel that your body doesn't work well with meat, don't eat meat. If you feel like, you know, you're able to maintain a good life with dairy, I mean, honestly, I feel like none of us should be eating dairy but that's just my personal opinion but if you feel that it works for you then go ahead like you know do whatever is best for you period so for me I know I can't eat dairy so you know from now moving forward there's no dairy entering this body and um yeah but I did eat some meat y'all I had some chicken while being out here in Atlanta <laughs> I you know it's so funny because okay when I first moved here like you know my brother 
he was like yo i heard about them wings them hot wings like i told my brother no i, I don't eat meat but he just act like i don't so that was the start of it because i was like yeah i was thinking about it like you know i was like i heard about these fucking lemon pepper wings for like ever like atlanta i know they have it's black hollywood strippers and fucking lemon pepper wings as soon as i moved here i was definitely thinking about it and i feel like i manifested them y'all because look this is what happened i was at my airbnb and i ordered again like some wrap some vegetable wrap and when the food was delivered <laughs> the woman dropped me off some fucking a 10 piece lemon pepper wings so i hit up i think it was like doordash or something i hit them up and i'm like hey like this ain't what i ordered so they was just like okay here's a refund so now i'm just like shit should i just like eat this like you know i don't want to waste it i mean the airbnb they had like dogs and stuff so i could have given them to the dogs but i was just like i don't know i think i'm supposed to eat this the universe just delivered these lemon pepper wings to me i have to try them <laughs> that was definitely my energy because i fucked them wings up y'all and then i had some wings like probably like two weeks after that so i mean i didn't my body didn't feel crazy afterwards i mean it was definitely a a different feeling um i can't say that i'm going to consistently eat meat especially like you know living here in this country like i do understand there's a lot of fuck shit that goes on with meat which is the main reason why i don't eat meat like you know it's just like i know there's a whole bunch of bad shit in there like i never went vegan for like life for the animals type shit like you know as i continue to work on myself i did you know grow an appreciation for all life so then that's kind of where like the dilemma is now you know now that i did all this growth now that i'm loving myself so much naturally i'm loving every living being that's on this earth so um that's where the dilemma came in because i was just like damn like these are chickens and you know i ate it and then afterwards i was like it feels like a graveyard in my belly <laughs> and all that shit. but the wings are good again i can't say that i'm not gonna eat chicken again um, I don't see myself eating beef or pork or any of that shit, but maybe when I travel or something, um, my meat experience will be different. But for now, like, you know, that was cute. It was nice that I, I could cross it off the list. I did it so I could stop thinking about it. <laughs> and, but I'm, I'm blaming the universe because the universe sent me those wings. Like they knew, they knew what was going to happen if I got the wings instead of my salad. So whatever. But, um, yeah, so I'm not definitely, you know, not beating myself up for eating the wings. It's mainly the dairy because the dairy really be having me feel like shit. Had the wings, you know, made me feel like shit, then I'll have a different perspective on it. So at this point in my life, I'm just plant-based. Like, you know, I can't say that I'm going to cook any meat because I barely cook fish. If I eat fish, I usually, you know, eat out. Like, so for the most part when cooking, I still cook vegan technically, like, you know, plant-based. So, um, but there are no rules like that's why I don't even like labels because it's just like when you label yourself something and you have a change of heart or you decide to try something new or try something different then all of a sudden you're not that label anymore so then you have to figure out who the fuck you are and blah, 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 blah. go down that whole little rabbit hole again so that's why I'm just I'm just me like you know I'm not vegan or any of that shit you know no disrespect to anybody who's vegan sorry if y'all that was hard to hear <laughs> but it is what it is and this is just who i am plus not to mention like unless you're growing your own food like that's the only way you can ensure that you're putting quality shit into your body like you know you can go to the grocery store and get your vegetables get your fruits and get all that stuff but you don't know for certain what's exactly in there you know i say all that but i still want to you know to be mindful kind of like with um 
when Natty Chef, Natty Chef, aka Danielle of Let's Talk Food, said in my four-year anniversary, if y'all haven't checked out that episode, please check it out. Like you know, you do what you got to do until you do you work with what you have until you can actually do what is best for you so like you know if all you have is the veggies and stuff at the grocery store then use that until you're able to grow your own food if that's even an option or until you can find a farmer's market who offers organic and foods grown by the community type shit the moral of the story is do what's best for you our body no matter what you identify as needs nutrients so nutrients meaning leafy greens veggies and all that shit like that is just what we need to eat period so if you feel like you want to eat meat and dairy that's cute continue to do that but also remember of the nutrients that your body actually desires so you know you can be healthy and stuff and that goes along the lines of moving you know like moving your body i'm not saying you know do a rigorous workout every day but our bodies need to be moving every day we are not meant to go to work sit there for 40 hours and then drive home and never really move our fucking body like that's just what it is i know you be feeling not you i'm talking to me like you know just like when you feel that you need to work out that means you need to work out you know that means you should go for a walk and do things like that i'm not saying you need to be you know everybody is supposed to be skinny and all that shit like how you look physically is not really my concern my concern is just how you are as a being how you are mentally like inside type shit are you eating and doing all the things that's necessary for you to be healthy and be the best person that you can because when you take care of yourself like that you you'll be able to handle the situations these unfavorable situations a lot better so once i continue to stay consistent with my eating and working out and doing all that when i get this situation that i don't really like you know i don't i get these emotions that i don't really like i'll be able to handle it a lot better i won't resort to those vices you know so i know i was a little chatty patty this episode but that's what I've been doing. I've been really just holding myself accountable. And before I go, though, because I was talking to, like, you know, the guy I'm talking to, whatever. And he was like, yo, you being so hard on yourself. ah." And I'm just like, look, that's cute. I get it. Like, you know, I'm being too hard. ah, ah. But like, my guy, I'm 29. Like, you know, I've been moving like this since I've been a, an adult. When do I get tough with myself? Like, when do I need to have this talk so I can make these changes? Like, if I don't do this, I will continue to do the same shit over and over. These habits will still be a part of me. So at some point, I have to level up. I need to have this hard conversation with myself. Like, yeah, I can be tough on myself in this moment because when do I fucking draw the line? I'm not saying beat yourself up to go cry in the corner and all that stuff. It's just act acknowledging it like you know when you acknowledge something if people think it's a, a negative thing they assume that you're beating yourself up for it but it's just like I'm not beating myself up I'm acknowledging these decisions that I'm making and how they're affecting me and I'm acknowledging that I want to make a change I'm acknowledging that I want to leave this shit in my 20s I'm acknowledging that I don't want this a part of me anymore so I'm gonna figure out how to do so like it's nothing negative I'm not punishing myself for making those decisions it's just like you made that decision now what you're gonna do about it are you gonna keep making those decisions or are you gonna make the changes so you can become a better person because i promise y'all like your girl's leveling up period and i'm not taking this into my 30s ain't no way in hell i'm about to be like no disrespect to anybody you are where you are it's your journey it's your life but this is my life that i'm talking about here like i don't want to be fucking 
35 and 40 years old and when i get sad i go eat some ice cream and feel like shit and just do this whole shit over and over again like i have at least fucking nine years under my belt moving that way and i don't want to do it i don't want to be 40 feeling like i need to smoke every day because people are annoying like i don't want to do that so that's just where i'm at everything i said is a reflection of me and nowhere you know i'm no no way you know no how am i talking about you if you get offended by anything that i am saying so but i feel like it's a need for me to share because like i said we're on this journey together and in order for us to grow and stuff we have to be transparent and vulnerable and honest with ourselves so that's what i'm doing i'm sharing it with y'all because y'all on this fucking journey with me and we in this together so thank y'all again for being on this journey and thank y'all for holding it down last week like you know i know again i was gone but i was doing work and i'm sure you were too and if you don't follow Avocado and Honey on Instagram or social media in general, then you didn't know that a podcast episode wasn't coming out. So be sure to follow Avocado and Honey so you can stay up to date with all things Avocado and Honey. Our social media is at Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms. If you're interested in me and my selfies and whatever the fuck I'm doing on my personal page, uh, my personal social media is at underscore Smangie. That's S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. Also, you know, support your girl with my handmade hair accessories. If you're interested in a cowrie shell face mask, we got those two over on shellmoneys.store. Um, but our social media for Shell Moneys is at Shell Moneys. That's S-H-E-L-L-M-O-N-I-E-S. So, yeah. Thank y'all, because I know I was on one right now, and I really do appreciate it that the fact that y'all just fucking listen to me. It really, like, you know, we don't talk much. We don't. But I do feel connected, just the fact that y'all are listening. That shows that there are other people who could relate to what the fuck I'm going through. So I do thank y'all for listening to me. And... You know, if you like this episode or any episode of Avocado and Honey, be sure to share it with a friend, share it with your social media friends, share it with whoever you feel like would enjoy it. Um, y'all continue to drink that water so we can continue to grow together. I love y'all and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>